Do you love carbohydrates? Then you ought to look. Try Zatarans, also known as the San Francisco Treat. Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Go, Jerry. And welcome to the Board Game Snob Podcast. This podcast is about board games, but it tends to get out in the right field every once in a while. We talk about many things. I am your host, the only host of this podcast, and I'm joined by two other people who right, happen to have microphones. Stop and restart it. Garb- Garby. Now that you're done with Garby? this. Uh, Garby. Is that the best news? you can come I, up with? I, I know a guy that does call me Garby, who? actually. Who calls you Garby? It's just this friend of mine from another town over. Now, who is this friend that calls you? I mean, I can tell you who the friend is, but nobody listening would know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we would know. <laughs> Gary. You're right. Gary. Gary Ricks. There. Does that help you? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. I well, see your y'all point. stop the show to Let's, find out who calls me Garby. You stop the show all the time with your whining and your Everyone's bickering. Everyone's going to call no. you Gar- Garby now. All right. I'm done talking to you. This, my co-host, Garby, no. is in a fine mood today, and he's no, upset. He's upset <laughs> no. because no. something has hurt his feelings, which we will talk about later in the show. Right now, let me turn my attention to the other person with a microphone in the room, Enrique. Enrique? Hello there. With a microphone and oh. nose. <laughs> Obi-Wan, is that you? <laughs> and no sleeves. Hello there. Uh, so Enrique is gearing up, as you all know. Uh, many people are going as uh, Nevada to go storm Area Fifty One. Enrique is gearing up, training for that. What? So how's that what? working out? I thought that already come to pass. No, it's, it's in September. No, it's oh. September. September what? Sixteen? I believe I so. Know. I don't keep up of when I'm going everyone. Uh, so while that we have you here, Enrique has been practicing his Naruto running. Is it how's that pronounced? Explain that to me. You run with your you arms extended with your arms straight behind I, you. I don't know. Aerodynamics. Aer- 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 no, 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 no. There's no, no aerodynamics. I don't, I've never seen Usain know. Bolt do the Naruto running. <laughs> what <laughs> if he did? Don't, fastest don't, man alive. Don't ask burning questions. That question. would be amazing. That would be amazing. <laughs> if he took off with if his I was, If I was him at the next Olympics, I would just do that just to get attention. <laughs> Make people think that's how you uh, gain speed. I came across a story. This like well, this was like a couple weeks ago. All right, go several ahead. weeks, almost a month ago. We'll allow it. I'll allow it on my show. Continue. Thank you for allowing me to talk on my show. Uh, <laughs> Kenya's Homa Bay. Homa Bay. This was on BBC News. Fart pushes speaker to suspend debate. What? <laughs> this is on the BBC News. Let me see that. A heated debate about market stalls was dis- oh market stalls was disrupted by a foul smell and furious finger pointing <laughs> at a Kenyan regional assembly. Local reports say, "Honorable Speaker, one of us has polluted the air, and I know who it is." <laughs> Julius Gaia reportedly told Homa Bay County Assembly, "Can you imagine sitting in a assembly hall?" Full of your peers, letting one sneak out, <laughs> and it is so foul. They have to suspend the assembly. <laughs> That's how you establish dominance. Stop. <laughs> That's how you, if you ever, if you ever in heated negotiations and it's not going your way, 
Just knock them uh, off guard. Not going to listen to me, are you? Oh, well. If you can't attack them mentally, attack their olfactory senses. That's we, what I always say. We haven't even suspended her podcasting for farts. Well, we edit those out. <laughs> well, thankfully. They, they stopped a county assembly. <clears throat> oh, follow us on Instagram, oh. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever else you want to talk about. For more glorious uh, stories hey, what like is that. Discord? I don't know, but it's a big oh, thing. Oh, you mean, you mean the uh, gaming chat thing? Yes, what is that? It is, it's basically, uh, it's used for a computer. I uh, understand that, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> the internet chat is usually used. Obviously. Basically. Okay. But it is just like a party chat. Basically. A party chat? Yeah. So this is like in the 80s where we had the party line where you could pick up the phone and... Yeah, Go to it, chat it, room. It's like Remember if you chat didn't want rooms? to use like game AOL. chatting, like it, <laughs> hey. in a in game, you would just um, go to Discord, and it's kind of like a private party chat. Room. A private party chat room. Well, I'm going to get us one. We because all the cool people have a Discord. We're going to get a Discord. And what do oh, you no, do? On no, Discord? No, here's the problem. We've got. G, we've got emails, we've got but Instagram, you we've can, got Facebook. You can email uh, we've us face- at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. We've got a Facebook page, Look, we've got a Facebook group, and I can't keep track of all of them. We are what, trying Discord? to like, keep up with the cool people. All right. Okay. Uh, do you, should you post in the group or on the page? I, am I going, don't even know. I'm going to put Enrique in charge of the Discord. Oh my God. What? He, yes. Okay. And he'll take care of this. This is going to work out fine. The problem literally is in the name. It leads to Discord. Well, that there you go. If Enrique, <laughs> so that's why I'm putting Enrique. He's the president of the Discord. Oh God, well, he sure is. So if um, we're going to get this set up, All right. and we'll figure it out. All right. And so if you want to chat with Enrique about a new Rutu running Era Fifty One. Anything else that he's an expert on? How to cut the sleeves off your shirt? Yes, uh, the mo- with with precision. The modern sleeveless <laughs> fashions of today. Actually, I get mine custom. <laughs> I have them shipped in from Italy. <laughs> shipped in. <laughs> yes. Getting to games, something I know. You're- oh yeah, we're about board games. This podcast is about board games. We do like to banter. I know. I do love to banter. Continue. But uh, is there any game out? Or coming out that you're even looking forward to? There are two. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. There is. <laughs> That's why I wrote the script. Oh, we don't have a script. I just literally told you like an hour ago, but there's only two games and you have forgotten. It is what? Undaunted Normandy by oh. Osprey Games, a two-player uh, card game, and The King's Dilemma. Which you are going to enjoy. I'm going to is buy that. that a, is that, a, and is we that, are that going negotiation one? And yes. And oh you're going to like it. You don't tell me what I'm doing. Uh, well, like. there you go. Oh, speaking of which, I watched Hobbs and Shaw, Enrique. How was it? I thought you saw it. Uh, yeah, and I'm oh, asking you. You're asking me what I thought about it? Yes. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how I feel. How do you think it was? <laughs> um, It was incredibly stupid, and I understand it's supposed to be stupid. I mean, it's Fast and Furious, mm. you know, alumni. But I thought it was a little too crazy. Like, they've just gone full-blown superhero. Oh, it's like, all right. Full, like, they can jump out of buildings, land on people, get punched, shot. It don't matter. They're invincible. Like, oh, hey, we're going to a future, almost future-based uh, Earth. Let's make this guy superhuman of where he can... I mean, Idris Elba's just like a cyborg, and, basically. And let's give him a motorcycle that literally literally can just, like, swerve around two semi- The motorcycle was <laughs> stupid. <laughs> It was so like, oh my god! It's like I've not seen it. We've so gone don't spoil from, it for me because you know I'm going to run out and watch this. <laughs> it's got Jason Statham. I'm, in it. I'm just dying for this. 
It's got. Please tell me it's more. It's got. Okay. So you had Fast and Furious in 2000, right? Right. Yeah, 2000. They're, they're stealing VCRs out of the back of semis. Correct. And Those old and Embersons. It's the, and it's the point break. It's basically point break redone. Yeah. Did you realize that? Yes. Okay. It's point it break, but hit. on the road. It, right. They surfed on cars, not surfboards. Right. Then progression, everybody knows it has progressed to ridiculousness. And now, literally, they are super futuristic cars. They just hop on the internet and do crazy stuff. They can track down anybody, anywhere. It's just, it's, and it was like lots of punches. Right. Lots of punches to the face. Well, when you don't have, when you have plot holes, you tend to have, I have this theory. It's like, it's <laughs> like one of, those, what's one of those diagrams. The more plot holes you have in a movie, the more punches that it, that to you distract. have to throw. Yes. Well, you yeah. have plot to. holes for the plot holes. Yes. So many plots for holes. See? See? <laughs> This is why I don't like this banter section. Somebody the other day was asking, and first off, I'd like to say to all... We've gotten several reviews. To all of our fans, thank you for rating us and putting us on the... uh, What do they put us on? YouTube, Facebook, whatever it is that you like us on. Uh, iTunes, whatever. Um, Somebody says on uh, Apple reviews mm-hmm. they said hilarious nice thank you thank you thank you sir that's very kind but somebody on facebook i, I made, wasn't done okay continue this is medicine jsr these guys are so much fun i like board games talk but i love their banter even more. <sighs> see that's what does i'm about to bring thank up you, sir on the facebook thank you sir they I put on there on the facebook they asked who your favorite top three board game podcast are of course, people mention, you know, the same top three that shall not well, be named. It was on the Dice Tower Facebook. Okay. Who? And so... Dice Tower, Secret Cabal, and name your third person. We're yes. always the top three. So, somebody mentioned us, and it was none other than Dan Hughes. Mr. Hughes. I ah. know Mr. Hughes. Now, I don't know him personally, but I've heard him on the radio. Yes. On the internet radio. That is I, my <laughs> stitcher. I was not aware. I, I, rem- I knew this game is broken. But I did not know the the sporadically bored, and mm-hmm. I listened to it, and I like it. If you like us, I think you will like sporadically bored. I don't mind promoting other podcasts. No, I, don't, I don't want to promote other podcasts. Don't listen to don't. sporadically bored. You should just listen to us. Board and if you Barrage, listen to anybody else, you are portraying bored. us. That's how I feel. Portraying. Well, but if, if you're like me and you like, it, and are I, indecisive, no, no, I have. Too much time on the road, and I run out of things to listen to. Just, re- just that's why they have the little shuffle thing. <laughs> just repeat. You can just listen to our repeat. episodes over and, and over welcome and over. To yeah. another episode of Board Game it Works Stubs. out fine. Episode works number out. one works out just fine. Start over. We're on episode like 69, 68, somewhere along there. Just start Cam- over. We're almost syndicated. Kamenok. What? Kamenok. What? This is another person on. I don't review. know him. He said couples therapy title. I hear you. I see you. I acknowledge you. I wish you'd say that to me more often. Because usually you you hear me, yes. but then you just react in a uh, mean manner. Or react in a mean you manner. Too. I do can't not. say anything without you just what getting you on mean? to me. I don't get on to you about anything. You do. I don't get on to you about God anything. God forbid this I ask exactly. a question about a rule. You do. You don't. Un- I hear see? you. See? I feel you. See? I don't care about that. See? There, you, <laughs> there go. you go. How about that? And there's the, there's the reaction. Will you cut his mic? <laughs> <laughs> so I did that last time. They forgot to turn it back, it back on. on. 
Uh, I want to talk about a game today that is an oldie but a goodie. Mm-hmm. It was one that we played, I say we, me and Enrique, several years ago at BGG, Grand Austria Hotel, by Salone, Luciani, and Virgilino. How do you say his name? I mean, it looks like Simone Luciani and Virginio. I can't see the box from here. Geely? I'm guessing. The movie, everybody called it Geely. That was spelled that same way. Nice. Grand Austria Hotel is a medium weight, possibly some would consider heavy Euro game. Uh, It's older, not super old, but it was made by Mayfair. And it's still readily available. You can still find it. The same group of people... Of designers that made this are responsible for uh, some of the team on Coimbra, for Zolkin, for Teotihuacan, Khan, and probably our favorite, uh, Lorenzo El Magnifico. Played Grand Austria Hotel years ago. Troy's. Troy's. Or Trois. Remind me about Troy here in a minute. Okay. Uh, so, Grand Austria Hotel, Gombe played it once many moons ago. Left a sour taste in his mouth. We insisted. It was late at night. That we tired. play it again. So I'm going to turn this over to Gabby before I go into my mundane explanation of how the game is played. Because I see you, I hear you, and I want you to speak for a moment while I get a refill on my beer. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Talk for a moment. Um, while I'm out of the room. Oh, thank God. You know what, Enrique? Yes. Like, I feel less pressure. Like, when Jerry leaves, I just feel relaxed. Like, having a good time. Now I like having a good time. Jerry's gone. Well, yes. And then when he comes back, you're going to have more pressure on because now he's doing beer. Because he's going to deride me? Yeah, he went back for another beer. I don't know why you allow him to get beer. <laughs> I really don't. Well, something's got to loosen him up. Like, I, know, I, know he's he more, gets, I know he's more interesting when he drinks. time. He gets somewhat relaxed. He does get a little fiery, but he gets a little more relaxed when he has a few sips in him. Yeah, it's just that. But then he becomes very hard to control. <laughs> well, how? How does he become hard? He ain't hard to control. When he when he's like talkative, yes, he is. But anyway, so what we Maybe were saying, Jerry, is that the, to... the depth of this game is just very fascinating to me and that you have so many options in which to play, you know, which character you're going to choose, which die you choose. You have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. You're just rambling. Let me so, pick it up where I left. I mean, what I was, it says, as I was saying. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right, Enrique. He needs to stop drinking. Grand Austria <laughs> Hotel is a... So, okay. We played it once. Okay. And it was late at night. It was me and Jerry. And I was tired, and I was like, I mean, I just don't remember grokking the game. Like, I just didn't remember it. But I remember it was seemed like, it. you know, I could see there was something there. So then we played Twa, same group of guys. And Jerry was like, I think I said, I think I like Twa better than Grand Austria. And you and Enrique both were like, no, no, Grand Austria is better. And I was like, okay, well, let's play it again. So we did. We played it again. Um, a couple weeks ago, from whenever this comes out, I need to stop dating things because sometimes I put these out at weird times. So we played Grand Austria again. I really liked it. Did terrible at it. Enrique beat both of us soundly, soundly. And I was like one sixty something. I was like at fifty. But I, I but it, I, it refreshed. I was like, oh yeah, I do like this game. There's a lot to it, but I still like it. So then we just got through playing it now twice in a row. Mm. 
We never play anything twice in a row, do we? Very rarely. We have to really like something we to do. play it twice in a or row. We really hate it. <laughs> just to make sure. This is, oh, yeah, we did hate that game. <clears throat> but the first time just then, we played it. Jerry destroyed me and Enrique. Like, me and Enrique were well under 30 points, and Jerry lapped the board. But I still liked it. But I messed up early on, used my money too much, and then I was broke, couldn't do nothing. I said, one more time, one more time. And then I played a little more conservative. I actually kind of thought out my moves. Mm, thought ahead? Well, I thought ahead. That's not something I'm good at. And then he lapped the board twice. I'm a man of the moment. I lapped the board one and a half. Why don't you talk about that? Instead of what Jerry does. Like, it's more, like you never yeah. talk about the person that's second place. Like, how? This is you, how really it is. you really don't. How? It doesn't and, matter if you win by really, an inch or a mile. you don't even mention the guy in third place. You tell that to the mean. guy that... Second place uh, is just first place loser. Vendor Holyfield bit the ear off of. <laughs> that, no, was, that was Mike Tyson. That was Mike Tyson. <laughs> Who did he bite the ear I'm off of? I'm pretty sure he bit the ear off Holyfield. I'm pretty sure. No, no. Mike Tyson bit the ear off of Holyfield. I remember because my dad used to box him I remember Holyfield. I bet Holyfield was irritated. Did you you made that reference to segue into that stupid joke, didn't you? This is the type of stuff. This is the type of stuff that I have to deal with. Your randomness generally is leading to an ignorant joke that you have, and you let it. I don't care what you say. I'll always lobe you. Grand Austria Hotel. (laughs) The game begins by you taking a handful of dice with three players. It's, I believe it's 12 dice. It goes up and down depending on the player count. You roll these dice, and then you segregate the dice out into one of six spaces on this uh, area, this player board where you can select the dice. So if there are three dice in this one little area, you take that action. You take that action times three, essentially. So, Just in as, as an example, if there's three. If, if there's, there's four, if there's five, you never the action how many times the dice are. Correct. And what you're trying to do is that. invite guests to your little restaurant that you have in your hotel, feed them one of the four items that is you're basically out there spinning signs. You're what? You're spinning your signs. Hey, come yeah, over here. Come, come get to my hotel. Come get strudel. Yeah, cake. Yeah, coffee. Strudel. What is technically strudel? I know there's toaster strudel. We have that in America. But that um, went away because Pop Tarts. It's uh, toaster strudel is just the rich man's Pop Tart, right? That's one I always like. Never got. You didn't have toaster strudel? No, I got great value brand Pop Tarts. Like the strudel always had like the fancy little little packet uh, cream, the you little packet that you put on yeah. it. Yeah, you didn't have that. No, we had that. That's for rich people. We had that for a little bit. Must but be nice. It was nice. Must be nice to be rich. And while you're feeding cake, coffee, strudel, and what? Wine, coffee, wine, wine. That's it. After you give your guests the resources that you have to manage, you then try to assign them to a room. Your player board has these three colored of different rooms that you have to pay to prepare. And then you're basically using the lighting in combo. So if you seat this particular you person, what? you're utilizing combos. Oh, okay. You get this guest into your diner, you feed them, and then you get them to a room. If you match the room to the patron, if they're a blue patron, you put them in a blue room, you get if the bonus sad. from them. And you get the victory points. And so it's a neat little thing of having to get your rooms together, having to have enough money to prepare your rooms, having to get the right guest, having to have the right resources to feed them back and forth, back and forth. <clears throat> Pleasing the emperor. Yeah, yes, which is kind of odd. Like, I guess the emperor shows up at the Grand Austria Hotel every once in a while, and if he's not pleased, he's kind of, 
irate with you and punishes you somehow. Why would he not be pleased? Uh, I guess your your hotel your is not cooking. Sucked. It could be your strudel is not <laughs> burnt strudel. Burnt strudel. Like what type of cake is this? Strudel. Folgers coffee. What is your favorite cake? Ah, uh, uh, chocolate. No, besides chocolate, everybody says chocolate. What is your actual favorite cake? Uh, that's it. I don't like. Uh, I, like I, I'm literally about. I'm just going to give like a basic answer, and it's and. Know, it's been, been no. There's no such thing. There's mm, the, the, mm. what? My mother-in-law makes an apple cake. Okay. With well, chunks of pecan in it. The correct answer was red velvet. No. Oh, yeah. Baby. No. You're, you see somebody eating red, red velvet cake, you know that guy. And his, his life is lined out. Red velvet. I oh, don't know that. What is that? I think it's black velvet. It's black velvet. What are you drinking? This is Mandela. I am drinking an Icelandic beer. Christopher, our friends are snobs from Iceland. I obtained several different types of their Icelandic beer. Pronounced Ings, Ingsnok? Ingsnok? How do you pronounce that? Ingsnok. Don't try. I don't care. It's great. I don't really like the porter, but I'm really liking the white ale, the pale ale, the white ale, I mean. It's really good. Really good. I'm, I'm the more, pale man likes the pale L. There you go. Sounds You're the palest of us are here. I am. You're I am amnemic. And Irish. Is that why you pale? And he doesn't sweat. How do we get off I'll just ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know what? Literally, I will just ask a question or make a statement. You derail yourself. Red velvet. You enjoy talking so much. <laughs> you enjoy talking. <laughs> Grand Austria Hotel. Grand Austria Hotel. Lindsay likes it. Lindsay's a listener. Mm-hmm. Yes, and if Lindsay, Lindsay likes I'm, it, I, my I did a complete one eighty on Grand Austria Lindsay Hotel. Lindsay sent us an email and said, "Yeah, it's good," and we told her it was good. Email. But I still think so. Out of uh, out of all this group's games, Teotihuacan, Coimbra, Grand Austria, Lorenzo, Zolkin, Troy's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Newton. They have another one that just came Marco out Polo. called Barrage. Which I haven't played is, that one yet. Which I haven't either, but according to Paul, Paul uh, Ruane, Ruane, I believe how it's pronounced, um, he's, he was talking about apparently there's some uh, issues going on. Apparently their Kickstarter messed up Uh-oh. and there's some production is it issues. Cranio? Yes. There's really? some serious production issues with it. And well, people that's are. I know. But anyways, go back to what you were saying. What's your favorite? So uh, this group of guys, uh, Simone is like the one that I notice on the games I like the most. Uh, mainly Lorenzo, Grand Austria. I like Newton. Mm. I like Newton. Mm. But I would say, for me, it's still Lorenzo at the top, Grand Austria second, everything else kind of third. Lorenzo is the red velvet of the group. I like Lorenzo. Better than I do Grand Austria. Matter of fact, I say that if you enjoy Grand Austria, uh, then you should probably own Lorenzo and vice versa. And they're, they're very similar. They're, well, yes, they're similar, but there's a there's well, there's a there's similar. enough there difference in between them that I think you can justify owning both. Loren- yeah, yeah. Because I mean, in this one, there's lots of dice you choose from. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're very different. They're very, they're very similar. They're very different. So can I test? This is why I don't make this. <laughs> This is why you're so the I'm not a professional reviewer. <laughs> they're very different, but yet they're very similar. Can I ask you this? I'll ask you this question. Out of everything we've played this year, mm-hmm. even the new stuff, would you consider this probably the best thing you've played so far this year? Grand Austria? Yeah. Good Lord. I don't, I don't remember what we played yesterday. 
comes to mind? Underwater cities. Oh, don't spoil the next podcast. Well, I mean, other than that, ramps. Uh, I liked Escape Plan. It was good. Yes, it was good. Uh, I'd have to look at my stuff and see what we've played. But, 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 you would but rank- it's just, I mean, I have a tendency to just kind of remember what we've played most recently. But you but- rank this pretty highly. I I like it a lot. A lot. I really like it. I'm, I'm browsing quickly. I liked Nations quite a bit. Yeah. But, I mean, you're talking, these are older games. Right. As far as games for this year. Uh, like, okay, putting Telltale Wakan up there since it's the same group of guys. I definitely like Grand Austria way better. Telltale Wakan is super abstract. Even though this one, I mean, it's not like you're really enjoying pretending you're providing these guys cake and putting up in a room. I enjoy it. No, I, I would say this is at the top. Anybody yes, comes to my house of games I've played. You come into the red room and here's your strudel. <laughs> that's, exact, never, that's exactly what happened. How come we don't ever record at your house? Because I it's have children, too small. and it's way far talk away. Talk into the front of the mic. I will not talk. The side of the I'll mic. I'll talk to wherever I want. Well, you can, but nobody will hear you. And I know that would break your heart. God so, forbid. Speaking of which, boy, you're salty today. <laughs> you're both it, salty. You're today. salty because you're upset. And what? I understand. Stop telling me I'm upset. You are upset. You know what makes people upset is what? when you tell them. They're upset. Calm, Calm down. down. <laughs> Calm that down. Always works. Literally, that works. I don't you know, know why people. I'm glad you told me that. I don't know why. You think I don't know I why people. Calm. Why is hostage negotiating a thing? <laughs> you need to calm down. down. Just calm down. <laughs> As it, it just works. For a hostage negotiator, you need to learn four words. You need to. Oh no, five words. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. What do I need to do? <laughs> you need to. Oh, it's a cliffhanger. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why don't TV shows you do those tease them. You need to, and then you just walk away. What? They just, <laughs> then the guy's like, what, 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 what do I need to do? Leave him hanging. What do I need to do? Leave him hanging. So, we don't generally get into topical stuff on our podcast, do, do we? Now? Yeah, I'm okay. going to do that now. Okay. Let's do it. Because now you've got me upset. Oh, snap. Because uh, you've both been drinking. We made... She cut his mic. Cut his mic. I don't okay. need him. Listen. Okay, we're done. Just, just done with that. Thank you. Sir. Laugh now, Enrique. Yeah, that's, that works just fine. Back to the corner with Remind you. Remind me to turn you back on when you start talking. I mean, you have something to say. Important. Because you usually just like breathe heavily into the microphone. So a few episodes ago, we whistle. made some comments regarding plagiarism. Back before about July the 4th, July the 5th, an individual in the board gaming community was found out to have plagiarized. And it was somewhat of a big deal on certain social media outlets. But anyways, long story short, I don't want to bring that back up because it's not really the point of this topic. Uh, A few days ago, a podcast called Board Game Insider, which is hosted by somebody who is very big in the board gaming community, Stephen Bonacore, the owner of Stronghold Games. I've met Stephen several times. Stephen's a nice guy. Stephen Ignacy. He's actually a uh, judger of like a beer contest judge like he goes around Steve. Yeah, he's a good guy we said that last when we come back from bgg spring he's like one of the nicest publishers there is if he's you, very personable talks to you talks to anybody very personal on his previous podcast he talked about katie adley katie adley was the individual who apparently admitted to plagiarism she was a part of a group uh, called punchboard media she admitted to plagiarism issued an apology and then deleted her website and various oh, other pages like that. A Padawan. <laughs> and we here at the Board Game Snob have our own plagiarist, plagiarizer, 
But What's uh, that? Will you please? You're killing me. How dare you? You don't plagiarize. Trying to keep this on a serious tone. Uh, Stephen made some comments on his podcast talking about how Katie Adley was a good friend of his and that she apologized. We should all just move on. We should forgive and take a chill pill and that she didn't harm you, I believe, was something that he brought up. Very understandable to say as a person that like you want to protect your friend. Right. So here's my point. Here's the things for which I'm going to try to lay out for all of our listeners who may not in a respectful way in a respectful way thank you for reminding me basically katie adley admitted that she plagiarized and by plagiarism i mean that she got on board game geek copy and pasted reviews of games apparently from that website that people had wrote put them on her own blog and made that to seem like it was her own work and she benefited from this this is not my point to shame or to even talk about Katie Adley. I'm done about talking about her. The point is, is that right after Mr. Bonacore discussed this matter and basically downplayed the plagiarism and everything surrounding this event, he went on to talk about counterfeiting in board games and talked about how now with Amazon, how easy it used to be for companies to counterfeit board games and sell fake board games on Amazon. And sometimes those would get lopped into actual genuine uh, board games that were made from a company. So this greatly irritated me. Yes. yes, Sorry. I didn't even know that was possible. Yes, it is a thing. It is a thing. And I bought Gentees the other day. You're right. And it came to me like without shrink wrap. Happens. I was a little concerned. Was it it counterfeit? How do you tell? Uh, well, it's sometimes the things. Will, well, you look on the box and you look for. Uh, oh, well, first off, you look. Is this it? Yes. You look at obvious misspellings. Apparently, you bought a game called Genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first clue. Oh no! I'm just joking. No. Uh, well, no. Sometimes they. Sometimes they will. They'll post. They'll post. Uh, they'll post. Uh, uh, sin games that have been altered. Basically, they're not the original game from the publishers. Needless to say, I'm glad that this has been resolved, and now Amazon has. There's been some laws put in place where Amazon can't lop in genuine board games with counterfeit board games. So, of course, since Mr. Bonacore owns a company that sells board games, he is very passionate about counterfeit board games and getting them off the market. Just as I, being somewhat in, what do we? We're not board game reviewers. We'll say we're entertainers, board game media people are very passionate about keeping frauds out of the board game media industry. And so to downplay somebody who openly admitted to plagiarism, to act as if that's not a big deal, and to make comments regarding how this individual's actions did not harm you, and that you should take a chill pill, I believe, was his phrase that he utilized, immediately go into talking about how counterfeiting in the board game industry is wrong. Matter of fact, to utilize the term cheaters... That if you buy counterfeit board games, you are cheating, which I agree on. That, to me, seems very disingenuous. Matter of fact, from my standpoint, it is very similar. The outcome for somebody who plagiarizes, and you can talk to anybody who is in any form of academia, anybody who's ever been to any undergraduate school, that if you are caught plagiarizing, for any type of articles or anything like that, the result is generally you are kicked out of school. It harms you. It, your, your integrity is stained for almost the entirety of your, your, of your uh, academic career. For a career. good long while. Right. 
And so the fact is, is that you might have to go through a long period of trying to prove yourself once again. Correct. So from my standpoint, it was very disingenuous. And matter of fact, a nice example of cognitive uh, dissonance. Is that what it's called? I don't know what you're talking about. I just you can compare your that, that you just completely hate on counterfeiting but then completely just ignore the fact that we have a media person who was copying and pasting other people's reviews is from what the the allegedly allegedly from all you have to say allegedly to all this stuff so you, th- you might say just edit allegedly and everything i just said you might say the, the, Allegedly. The, the term I hear a lot is tone deaf. I am tone deaf. What he said is tone deaf. I can't carry So he's out. talking about you should not counterfeit because basically it's stealing right. this publisher's product and putting it forth as your own. Correct. And you're making money off of that. Allegedly. <laughs> that is literally. Literally. The same thing as what was done. What They took something from somebody else, produced it as theirs. It was not theirs. It was fake. It was counterfeit. It was not theirs and produce it as their own. This is my thing. We're, we're not attacking the person and nobody should. No. But you have to deal with the consequences of your actions. That's just part of being an adult. That's part of growing up. That's part of having integrity and moral fiber about you. If you do something like this, it's going to be a good long while before the profession you're involved in should be able to trust you again. Correct. What it did to me was when he said these statements, oh, no big deal. She just did this. She did that. That, that. that undercut to me all the other reviewers out there that go through a lot of hard work and effort to write reviews, shut up and sit down, writes excellent reviews on their website. They produce all these fantastic, along with a myriad of others that are, I mean, they professionally review games. But to say, oh, it's not that big a deal. So it's like all the work they do is, well, it's not that big a deal. Just to talk about reviewers, people who do written reviews, uh, Dan Throt, I believe his name is, at spacebiff.com. I've mentioned him before. He is one of the most, if not the premier board game writers in terms of reviews. Uh, Not only are they very comical, they're very succinct. He doesn't follow the formula like most reviewers do about talking about um, just the components and, and so forth. He actually talks about the feel of the game, what makes it special. Uh, he is just an excellent, superb writer. And I don't see – he is not that popular, I don't think. Like, I don't actually hear his name mentioned a whole lot because he's like us. He doesn't, he doesn't have a YouTube channel. He's not in the mainstream board game media. We're just two guys in a room somewhere on the, that happen to have he's a couple of microphones. He's not one of the big boys. He's not in the in crowd. Apparently – There this, is an in crowd in board game. And there is an in crowd in board game media. There are people who are friends and with... And we desperately want to be in And it. we will sell out in a moment. If if Stephen, if you hear this... <laughs> We're not going to be in there after this. Yes. Well, well, no, I'm not attacking Stephen. No, I'm not I saying that Stephen should apologize. I'm not saying that I'm even offended. I'm just saying that what Stephen said puzzled me. Uh, two things. Number one, what Stephen said, and this episode, this little segment is directed towards Stephen. I think that was kind of tone deaf. I don't expect him to apologize. I don't care. I, I really don't. I just think that it's it's odd that he would compare that he would not compare the two and not realize that there is a connection, and that that's the one point. And the second point is is that I understand that Stronghold Games has gotten the rights to the reprint of Coffee Roasters, 
And I love Coffee Roasters. It's my favorite solo game. So, Stephen, if you listen to this, please send me a copy of, copy of Coffee Roasters, and then I will go on BGG, so, find a review that I can copy and paste onto our blog, and then it won't be such of a big deal, will it? What would take place that if people were to go around and plagiarize reviews of Terraforming Mars, I suspect his attitude towards this would be different. And I think that's what irritates me the most about this situation, is that one, it has been downplayed because the individual involved seemingly, allegedly, may be a part of a group of people that are in the in crowd, and thus it is beneficial for all those. It's a conspiracy. conspiracy. I'm about to put on my tinfoil hat. Big board gaming. Big board gaming. All part of big board gaming, y'all. Oh, you're about to make me go all Alex Jones here. (laughs) Tom Vassell's a lizard man. (laughs) That was funny. I don't care what you say. (laughs) This is something I found. When you do something that is of bad moral character, breaks integrity, you're not going to be trusted for a while. And a month or two is not long enough to say to change that. Like, there have to be works, attitude, a a period of time where, okay, well, this, you know, they messed up a long time ago, but. Now I can kind of see that they're they're they are actively working hard to change this thing that they did. Right, and a month or two is not, you can't do that in that time period. No, it's not possible. You kind of let you kind of let things lie, and that's why I don't want to beat this uh, this dead horse. When I heard about this uh, episode uh, from somebody in our Facebook group, I went ahead and listened to it, and it just greatly irritated me because I believe it cheapens the profession. And we are not professional board game reviewers. We don't make a living doing this. We don't get any money from doing this. What? We're nobody. We're nobodies. And probably the 50 people that are probably going to listen to this podcast aren't going to care about what's going on. This is why I want to move off this subject. But there you go. I'm greatly irritated when somebody comes... Much like Evander Holyfield was. (laughs) Completely irritated. That uh, people don't look at this as being as... You just threw me off. You're making me think of Evander Olivier and his missing ear. Sorry. Right, please. lighten up the situation. No, all right. All right. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. There. I've turned the page. Turn my, the page. Turn the page. All right. All right. Are you, talking? Are you, you talking? talking? Are you back? Do you have something to say? Did you try those pork rinds? Wait. Oh, wait. Scott sent his pork rinds Scott, and uh, jerky. Beef All right. Jerky. That, so oh, here's the thing. Oh, oh. Hey, Scott, that beef jerky was good, and I let my wife taste them, and she immediately got online and ordered some. What was the place called? Bourgeois. I don't know how to say that. I don't know. It's from Louisiana. Bourgeois. But it was real. Yeah. <laughs> It was real Tipidou, Louisiana, Louisiana jerky. Scott, I'd like to hear your voice. I have, I have. Oh, uh, I have come out against jerky apparently in a previous podcast because I'm not a big fan of jerky, and I was informed by many people. You know what? We Gabby begs for emails regarding board games, doesn't get them. I make one comment on how I don't like rice and gravy and beef jerky. <laughs> yeah. I get scads of emails. Yeah. Scott sent me you some. You don't know what's good. Sent obviously. me some jerky, and this is real jerky, apparently, and it was awesome. Like, this is stuff that I would eat. Some good stuff. It's very nice. That was literally 
the best jerky I've ever had. Right. That's it was tender. Tender. Tasted like smoked much, much, brisket. Much like me. Tender hearted. Um, uh, briefly. And accents. Somebody was talking about how they found my accent to be comical. Yours? Yes. I don't really? have an accent. Yeah, I don't know what they're do. talking about. Yeah, what accent do, do I have? Uh, it's, 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 I guess, Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma. Because I am from Oklahoma. But I don't have an accent. But apparently these people fucking I don't north. have an accent. I don't have an so accent. So a man with an accent. What are you going to say? Go back to what you're talking about. I don't know. I've lost track. I'll say it on the next podcast. No, that's that's going to do it for this time. Are we ending? I had fan mail. We did Grand Austria Hotel. But I wanted to talk Jerry about Jerry got on his mail. soapbox. No, we're going to do it the next time. <clears throat> uh, about this issue that has been plaguing the industry. That was good. That was really okay. good. Okay. And for the 50 people that listen to our podcast, maybe they are now more educated about our stance on plagiarism, even though we have a member of our podcast that plagiarizes everything. I'll be back. That's not funny. That's just funny. No, it's not funny. You have to stop doing voices on the oh. podcast. Why do you just stare at me? <laughs> I feel compelled to do a voice. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. Uh... Sorry if this podcast was a lot of rambling, a little longer than other podcasts that we generally do, and that we didn't. You're talk. talking to the side of the mic. I'll talk, you? however, at the side of the mic. I'm talking outside of my face. Uh, either way, next week we're going to be talking about what do we have? Well, we got underwater cities. Underwater cities. We played pipeline. Tiny I didn't have towns. enough time to go through our fan mail, so at the next podcast we are going to do fan mail, no matter what, because we've been flooded with. And it. we played Ruick. The Fall of Kiev. Rick! Which, yes, and we have other stuff. There's other stuff that we're going to talk about. We, got to, we played stuff we just forgot about. Just get ready. Okay. Next time this on the Board Gabby. Game Snobs podcast. Next time on the Board Game Snobs Your podcast. Your host, Jerry. Your primary host, Gabby. And the random guy, Henrique. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.